Welcome to The Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 67, a field trip to an island. Longtime listeners to the show know that we generally stick to the intertidal zone, where you can walk on solid land at low tide, avoiding deep water, because quite frankly, it scares me to death. But on occasion, I will venture offshore on a boat, floating on the surface of water well over my head, because as huge and overwhelming and terrifying as the ocean is, it's where they keep the really cool stuff. Last week, I had the opportunity to head offshore to Machias Seal Island. Machias Seal is a small chunk of rock 10 miles due south of Cutler, Maine, far down east. The island has several interesting features. One is that it is disputed territory. Both Canada and the United States lay claim to it, though both claims largely ignore likely Passamaquoddy use of the island. The Canadians put up a lighthouse, which is staffed by two members of the Canadian Coast Guard, but both Canadians and Americans can visit the island without a passport. The other big claim to fame is as a seabird nesting island. Thousands, perhaps as many as 5,000 pairs of Atlantic puffins nest on Machias Seal Island each summer, as well as Arctic terns, common terns, razorbills, common mirrors, and petrels. These birds all share the common characteristic of coming ashore only to breed, spending the vast majority of their lives on the open ocean. It's an 18-acre, grass-covered, treeless chunk of bedrock and boulders, ideally situated far enough from the mainland to prevent mammalian predators from migrating there, though apparently a white-tailed deer once managed to make the crossing, and is surrounded by the productive waters of the Bay of Fundy. The main remaining predators are other seabirds, namely black-backed and herring gulls, which happily feast on chicks. Researchers and wildlife managers use various methods to discourage gulls from breeding on the island to help decrease predation pressure. Puffins are the stars of the show on Machias Seal and are what draws most people out there each summer. They've evolved their own strategy for thwarting gull predation. They lay their eggs in burrows underground or under boulders, keeping their chicks out of the open until they're ready to fledge and take to the sea. Once the single egg they lay hatches, the parent puffins travel back and forth to the ocean around the island, catching fish and other seafood to bring back to the chick in the burrow. While they're active on the island, and especially in the burrows, the adults make their distinctive toy chainsaw call. And if you're on the island, it makes for a slightly otherworldly auditory experience, surrounded by boulders and grass and puffins flitting about, with the constant din of puffin growls all around. I noticed something else about puffins when they're on land that I think maybe has something to do with defense, or maybe just a habit born of life on the ocean. They never settle down. They seem to be in constant motion. Even when they're not flying back and forth to the ocean for food, they hop about from rock to rock, under and over, circling around what I presume is their burrow area. They never just sit and relax. As a human watching them, it's a little disquieting. It could be adaptive. The trade-off of the energy needed to fuel that constant fidgety behavior may well be worth the potential predator distraction it provides. And as highly social animals, having thousands of puffins in your field of view all hopping around adds to this effect. Or, or maybe and, more philosophically, I wonder if it's related to life on the ocean. 
After fledging, young puffins spend the next five years at sea, not returning to land until they sexually mature and start breeding. Five years of constant motion floating on the surface of the open ocean in the North Atlantic. It strikes me that the stationary life I take for granted as a land dweller could be incredibly disorienting for an animal used to constant motion and a fluid, ever-changing environment. It takes only a few hours at sea for me to get landsick when I return to shore. Landsick being the term for feeling off-kilter and dizzy when you step back on solid ground after being on a boat. I imagine I would hardly be able to stand up on dry land after five years at sea. So maybe that restless motion is just puffins staving off land sickness until their chicks are fledged and they can return to their favorite environment. Anyone looking for a seabird dissertation project? There you go. Study the vestibular system of pelagic seabirds. And I look forward to reading your thesis in a few years. If you want to visit Machias Seal Island, you have to plan way ahead. My husband booked our trip in January, and the available spots fill up the day reservations open. Finding a way offshore every once in a while is important for landlubbers like me, and reminds me that this really is a blue planet. This has been episode 67 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The show is produced on Wabanaki land. Check out photos of puffins on our Instagram. Search at The Essential Rhythm. Puffin call recording is from the Cornell Ornithology Lab. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist at Hartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week.